This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is getting a shout-out from former President Donald Trump for getting Democrat Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to agree to a Senate vote that promotes three military leaders. Trump posted his comments on Truth Social saying that this was a big win for Tuberville. And unlike Mitch McConnell and his group of automatic Democrat yes votes, Tuberville is willing to take on the radical leftist fascists and thugs who are destroying this country. Tuberville also went on to explain to Laura Ingram on Fox News how he utilized a Senate rule that forced Schumer's hand into bringing those military promotions to a vote on the Senate floor. What I did is I used a rule of the Senate that's not used very often. I got 17 senators to sign on to a petition Then I took it to the floor and said, I'm going to do my own closure vote. I'm going to bring my own vote up. And Schumer says, no, 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 we can't let him do that. He'll grandstand on us. We'll do it. So I forced his hand, and and we're going to do two more tomorrow, which will be good. Uh, But still, I have my holds on. And uh, they're going to have to change this policy or we're going to go through a long, drawn-out process. uh, So you're pretty new to the Senate. How did you figure out this? Well, I got I got good people that work for me. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's there are a lot of good rules. You don't want to use them unless you really yeah. have to. But we got to the point where we needed to confirm some people. And Schumer, he wasn't going to do it. He was just going to let it all blow up and make us look bad. And so next week was going to be tough because CQ Brown, the new ch- uh, uh, chair of the Joint Chief, they were they were going to put it on the, on the front page every day that hey, I was holding him up because mm-hmm. Millie's out next week. So, so it worked out. That pretty got good. that got done. On Wednesday of this week, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland was put on the hot seat in the House Judiciary Committee by several conservative Republicans. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore was certainly one of them. Is it a crime in the U.S. to question an election? We want to ask about this election. We want to question this election. We actually want to look into the election. Is that a crime when citizens just question an election in America now? Again, I think you're, you're asking not a hypothetical, but something specific about a specific... I think that's just general. I don't think that's specific. Elections have been questioned for decades past. Is that now a crime in America? Did you say to ask questions about an election? Is that what to you question said? an election? To question, Just to no, question the results. A, it's not a crime to question an election. Because I question the election results yeah. in 2020. No. And, and, and there are a lot of people in America that do. And they question the weaponization of a government attacking American citizens. And so you, sir, have an issue with trustworthiness of the American people and with Congress at this point. Garland was also questioned about the FBI infiltrating the crowds on January 6th, as well as the targeting of Catholics as if they are domestic terrorists. A lawsuit has been filed against a fraternity at the University of Alabama for hazing tactics used on a 19-year-old student. The student was seeking to make a pledge to the Sigma Alpha Epsilon house this past August. The student now claims in the lawsuit that he was told to snort a white powder as part of an initiation. When he refused to, he says he was then beaten by a fraternity member after first being forced down into a basement. The student was also told to yell a racist slur at someone walking by, was sprayed in the nose and mouth with a water hose for 30 seconds or more, and had objects thrown at his head. The student also claims that he subsequently was diagnosed with a traumatic brain injury. His parents are also seeking money for medical expenses and punitive damages. The commissioner for the Alabama Department of Corrections is going silent when it comes to a certain inmate 
Daryl Shaw apparently obtained a gun and a guard vest at the Donaldson Correctional Facility this past August. Shaw was then able to post a video of himself and place it on Facebook. John Hamm was being questioned this week by the Joint Prison Oversight Committee within the state legislature. Hamm refused to go into detail about whether prison guards were taken hostage by Shaw and how Shaw gained access to the weapon. Hamm said the incident was not pretty and that investigators are getting to the bottom of it. Here is my third and final conversation with a biochemical engineer out of Huntsville who signed on to a pledge with 1,600 other scientists when it comes to negating the global warming panic that other scientists are promoting. Dr. Krishnan Kator grew up in India, and he says the push to remove fossil fuels is the wrong move. He's been on both sides of the spectrum when it comes to the benefits of having fossil fuels in society. Fossil fuels are the single biggest reason why have reduced the poverty around the world. Fossil fuels that are used to generate electricity, coal, for example, um, gas, you know, everything. Um, Without electricity, without fuel, without fertilizer, without all that stuff, we would not have eliminated poverty at the rate that we have. Just no way. And so I'm thinking to myself, why are we uh, seem to hate the very forces that have enabled the elimination of so much poverty around the world now. I'm, just go around the world to see how fossil fuels have changed the lifetime, lifeline. Tell you one thing that in general, the more wealthy people are, the more on the left they are, they get infuriated with me. I have experienced poverty. I've experienced living through without access to some of the stuff that people today take for granted. And I'm not going to back off my own experience about how fossil fuels have been amazing. You know, people don't want to this fine. But I'm just warning you that in general, as people become wealthier, they start decrying and criticizing the very forces that have enabled them to get to where they are. It's like they resent the fact that people have gotten out of survival mode so that they have, because of the energy, they have time to do other things like... Uh learn yep. uh, greater skills, and, and that threatens them, apparently. They don't like that. Uh, actually, one last thing for you to check it out. It's called a, uh, it's a book called The Broken Ladder. Look it up. Okay. And then and what he says is that essentially uh, at every level of society, once people climb up the ladder of success in some way, improve the life, whatever, they, are, they generally want to take the rungs of the ladder away so people don't climb up the same ladder that they have. And this is true at different levels. So that is even the, the millionaires are, you know, the billionaires don't want the millionaires to become billionaires and the millionaires don't want to become the thousand years to become millionaires, whatever. People want to take away the very forces that have enabled them to become as successful they are. And to me, that's just, you know, it's just, that's insane. You can't do that. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1890news.com. In national news, Joe Biden wants to give more money to the country of Ukraine after having a visit from the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, on Thursday. Zelensky is urging the U.S. to not stop giving their current aid to the country, as well as to give even more of U.S. taxpayer money. Zelensky's push for more money comes at a very contentious time in Congress right now, as some Republicans are seeking to stop the funding from going to Ukraine and instead use that money to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Those Republicans have currently blocked for the second time a military spending package that would continue to spend money on Ukraine. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is leading the charge on this blockade of the defense spending bill, and Gates spoke about why some Republicans are not working with the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy anymore. Gates spoke with Sebastian Gorka on Salem Media. 
uh, I have been pushing for the Congress to review the agencies of government separately, to not back a continuing resolution that funds or doesn't fund uh, all of government in one up or down vote. I think that uh, the military and the Department of Education should stand separately. Uh, House leadership just put up the military funding bill, and it did not get the right uh, number of votes for us to proceed on to that bill. Uh, a number of House conservatives voted against proceeding to the military spending bill because they have not heard any vision or strategy from the Speaker of the House regarding what the overall top-line budget number will be. So uh, it's a bit of a precarious situation we've got ourselves in, and it leaves me wondering, Dr. Gorka, how is it that we always end up backed against the wall with government funding running out and we haven't done our work to get uh, legislation to address government funding before the body voted on in an open amendment process. So it looks like things indeed are going to get worse before they get better in the Congress, and, uh, and we'll have to fight our way through that. Over in the House Judiciary Committee, Chairman Jim Jordan has sent another subpoena to FBI agent Elvis Chan after a September 15th date fell through where Chan was going to speak to that committee. The Judiciary Committee wants to depose Chan on October 5th regarding his part in the FBI Foreign Influence Task Force and the 2020 presidential election. Chan is being looked into for colluding with big tech to censor various campaigns and viewpoints leading up to the election when it comes to both COVID and the Hunter Biden laptop. The subpoena was issued by Jordan after the Department of Justice prohibited Chan from voluntarily offering an interview. The election lawsuit involving Republican Carrie Lake out of Arizona was in a courtroom on Thursday. Lake is seeking to inspect the mail-in ballot signatures for the 2022 election where she ran against Democrat Katie Hobbs in the gubernatorial race. Lake maintains that her campaign was denied access to public documents within Maricopa County that would have allowed for verification of the mail-in ballots and whether or not the signatures matched to those of a legitimate voter. The Gateway Pundit has been reporting that hundreds of thousands of fraudulent signatures were approved in Maricopa County by ballot reviewers who were rubber-stamping them with approval rather than taking time to match prior signatures from the voter. The Lake case should wrap up this coming Monday. The Lancet has released a study that acknowledges that the mRNA placed in the COVID-19 shot does in fact transfer to some degree from a nursing mother to her baby. The trace amounts of mRNA were found in the breast milk of 10 women up to 45 hours after vaccination. The article was published in the October edition of The Lancet and backs up an earlier finding from the 2022 JMAA study on the same issue. This latest study also contradicts what was pushed out by the Center for Disease Control when the COVID-19 shots were first rolled out, where the CDC said that such a transfer through nursing did not occur. And as we head into the weekend, it would be good to hear from a very passionate woman who's a member of the European Union Parliament. German Representative Christine Anderson has a message to say about globalist elites and the rest of the population. It, it comes down to a choice. It's either freedom, democracy, and the rule of law, or enslavement. There is no such thing in between. There is no such thing is a little freedom, a little democracy, a little rule of law, just as there is no such thing as a little enslavement. That's the choice. It comes down to it's either the globalitarian misanthropists or the people. It comes down to it's either us or them. 
And that's, I think, what this really is all about. I will say to every single elected representative around the world, to every single member in every elected government around the world, if you do not unequivocally stand with the people and serve in their best interest, act in their best interest, you have no place in any parliament or in any government. You belong behind bars. You may even rot in hell for all I care at this point, because that's exactly what you deserve if you sell out the people. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.